Welcome into a terrible football show. This is episode 54. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today. As I said last week, uh, I will be doing this from a hotel. We actually tried to stream this. Didn't work. Not surprised. It is what it is, though. So we're going to go a nice little throwback here, a nice little pre-recorded episode. The show must go on because there is a... There are some takes that we have to get out of us. There's a lot that happened over this weekend in the world of football for all of us. Uh, shout out to Jacob for staying true to his bet, rocking the big blue in the background. Uh, if Chad might be listening, the other bet is still on the way. He's just waiting for the hat to arrive. Uh, shout out to the Georgia hat and that bet there. But, boys, how we doing? How we feeling? You have a lot of audacity and nerve to ask how we're doing today, my friend. How do you think we're doing today, man? I think you're doing we great. We're in morning here. Oh, horseshit. You look, you look phenomenal. Here. You look great. Look total, at that lighting. Total morning. Here we are. We've been in morning since the fourth quarter ended when we saw Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott take a snap at the center. He played center. His last snap as a Dallas Cowboy, he played center. He's not a center. Oh, well, they're going to swap him to center. That's how he's going to stay on the Cowboys. They're going to swap him to center. I I don't know where to begin because it's like this. We knew this was going to be a defensive swap. We knew this was going to be a battle. But the one thing that I thought would really turn this thing around, the one thing that I thought would make a difference maker is Dak Prescott. And I was right. It was Dak Prescott, except it was the other freaking way. <laughs> it was Dak Prescott who not only turned the ball over twice, but he did it twice in the red zone. A, a place where we could have scored. A place that we could have, you know, at least gone up a little bit. And our defense, oh, our poor defense. Our defense played nearly a perfect game. A near perfect game. They got tired at the end. I understand how they got tired at the end. I understand that last touchdown they gave up to Christian McCaffrey to make it 19 to 12. But here's the whole point, boys. The whole entire point that has gone down to this very season. I said at the very beginning of the season, from the first time we started talking about the NFL, the time I started talking about the Cowboys, I said this year was put up or shut up for the Dallas Cowboys. And the one person I said that would dictate how this season would go is Dak Prescott himself. And I was right. Here we are. <laughs> Dak Prescott, a seven-year vet. This was his seventh year, people. True. And I understand he had one injury two years. I understand he had an injury two years ago. But he's going up against a Mr. Irrelevant third-string quarterback <laughs> for, uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. And Brock Purdy, listen, guys, Brock Purdy did not play great. He played okay. But Dak played even worse because he turned the ball over twice in the red zone, and that was done. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to sit here. I'm going to tell you today. I feel bad for Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones for the longest time has been trying to get back to a Super Bowl for many, many years. And it didn't come down to us fighting. Uh, um, it didn't come down to this. Oh, let's just give it the best shot we got. You know, tough skin. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Knock right. down, drag out. It didn't yep. come to that. It came down to the one thing. It came down to the one thing that I said was going to make or break this season, and that was Dak Prescott himself. So, yes, I am highly ticked off. I am in mourning right now because we don't have a Jerry Jones problem for the first time in a long time. This was not on Jerry Jones. In some extent, and Jacob may disagree with me on this, I don't know. To some degree, this was not on Mike McCarthy because I really believe Mike McCarthy had a great game plan going in because here's the thing. 
We stopped the run game very, very well. Thanks to Dan Quinn and the defensive coordinator. And, and yeah, thanks to Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator, and that defense. We had a great game plan going in because we knew the weapons that San Francisco had, and we were able to maintain those weapons for a very long time. We didn't let Brock Purdy go all over the field because let's just be honest. Brock Purdy's undefeated as a starter, and he's been able to go all over the field ever since he started. But there was one place that we did say he would throw a lot, and that was down the middle. He did get a lot of passes down the middle. Again, fatigue played a factor. Our defense still only gave up 19 points. And here's the, the bottom line. We don't have a defense problem. We don't have a Mike McCarthy problem, even though I don't think he's the long-term, the long-term solution. Short-term, I think he's okay. We don't have a defense problem. We don't even have a kicking problem, even though he missed five extra points, one man. of them being blocked. Man. We have a Dak Prescott problem. And Dak, here's the thing. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. We know this dude can play. I love this dude. I love this dude so much. I had him on my fantasy team last year when nobody else would put him on their fantasy team, and he got me to the playoffs, which is kind of ironic. Anyways, so, but here's the thing that separates good quarterbacks from great quarterbacks. You can be a good quarterback in this league. You look at Matt, you look at a guy like Matt Stafford. He was Matt Stafford was on a terrible Detroit Lions team for many, many years of his career and could not get over the hump because there was so much surrounding him that was not going right. You can't say that about Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott was built. They've rebuilt the offensive line. They rebuilt the entire defense to where they could have a Super Bowl championship. They put every single piece around him that he needed to win a Super Bowl, and he didn't get it done. Here's what separates a good quarterback from a great quarterback. A good quarterback throws interceptions. He puts his head down. He might look like he's trying to still play, but he's trying to play mistake-free for the rest of the game. The great quarterbacks, however, they don't care how many mistakes they make. They could turn the ball over so much, but at the end of the day, you are afraid of that quarterback stepping up and taking that last-minute drive because you know no matter what how terrible that quarter, that great quarterback has played, you know you're in trouble. The San Francisco 49ers could have played a prevent defense the entire fourth quarter because the game was over. The game was over in the fourth quarter. It was completely over at that point because Dak was already done. He was already done. And that, my friends, is what separates yourselves from a good quarterback and a great quarterback. We have a good quarterback. We have a quarterback that might win you a few games. We don't have a quarterback that's going to help you win a Super Bowl, period. It was Super Bowl or bust this year for this Cowboys team. And unfortunately, it was once again a bust. And I am calling out to the President of the United States right now. And here's the reason <laughs> I'm going to call out to the President of the United States. We need a holiday, people. We need a holiday for Dallas Cowboy fans, a day for mourning where we have got to go to work and put up with people like Alex here who's just laughing his butt off. And I ain't, yeah, I ain't, I ain't giving you a pass, my friend. And then Brad Warbritton, my partner on Neuter and Forest Podcast, we started recording Sunday night, him and his laughable self. That's all he did was laugh at me the entire show. He laughed at me the entire show. Every time I brought up the Dallas Cowboys, he laughed. All you people laughing are the same people who said we didn't have a chance against the, go the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. Okay, I'm done ranting. I'm done ranting. We lost. I'll take the loss. But damn it, I'm pissed off. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what a fiery entrance. I want you boys to know and the listeners to know that I did, you know, my boss may be listening to this episode. He's a diehard Cowboys fan, too. And, Ricky, I want you to know that I already hyped you up. I'm like, just get ready, boss. It's going to be, you're going to get to listen to a Ricky rant. 
and Ricky Rance, man, oh, they I are. I could go on. I could uh, go on more, but my fiery. I could go on more. My friend Jacob, my my friend Jacob needs to go on his rant now. <laughs> Jacob, how you doing? How you feeling? Uh, well, I can tell you <laughs> ask him that question. My rant is not going to be nearly as electrifying as Ricky's is because it, it just can't be topped. Can never be topped. But I do have some points to make about this Dallas Cowboys team that I think they need to make going into this off season. Yet again, we're going to be sitting on the couch. Damn Super Bowl comes around. But first and foremost, we have to. I know, I know it's going to it's going to it's going to make us lose a lot of money but we have to move on from Dak and Zeke. We saw in that game that Elliot is no longer the running back that we can put a lot of loads onto his shoulder and he can carry a team. Once Tony Pollard went down, our run game was non-existent. Second off, fire Kellen Moore. Get him out of there let him go to a different team let him go to a different team because we do not need that type of bullshit offensive playbook that he got from madden i'm done with him i'm done with him second third off we need to no matter what retain dan quinn no matter what. I will agree with Ricky for once in his Dallas Cowboys career so far, this was not Mike McCarthy's fault. And I cannot believe those words came out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, if at all possible, retain Dan Quinn or make him a head coach. Just do not let him walk. Fourth, we need to extend three different contracts this year. We have to. Leighton Vander Esch, Tony Pollard, and Donovan Wilson. Those guys need extensions. We cannot let them go into free agency this year. And last but not least, we need to make a run at either Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers. Mm. If we can't, if we can't get either of those two, Cooper Rush will be the starting quarterback next year, and we will draft a quarterback either this year or next year. So, Jacob, here, here's – I don't know if we should get Aaron Rodgers. Because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers right now, I don't think he has the mindset of a Super Bowl. I mean, you heard what he said. You heard what he said. Of course, Rob Gorkowski was, went on record saying, you know, went on, went on Bashkin about it. But you could you could see you know Aaron Rodgers was talking about another another MVP. He's he's not talking about winning another Super Bowl. He's not that type of he's not the type of quarterback who's ready to win. Now Lamar Jackson, I would I would full I would fully support a Lamar Jackson. The problem is though is you would have to do a sign and trade, and we don't know how much money that they're going to be able to put that we don't know how much money that Lamar Jackson is actually asking for at this at this given time. So yes, I would agree with that. But Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if you look at his recent history, he hasn't had the best success even in the playoffs. Uh, what was it last? Was it last season? Season before he was out of the. Who was it that beat him in the first round? Was it? I think it was San Francisco that I beat think, him in the first round. I, I remember San, San Francisco. Fran, who it was? I think San Fran took him out of the first it's, round last year. And, and, okay, so I th- so I guess it was last year. For some reason, I thought it was. I thought yeah, it was last season, year they were they were one uh, and done. Before. Last year they were but one I, and done. Just, the past couple they went to the championship and got knocked out. So, so I, I don't know 
I know that Aaron Rodgers has more years behind him than what he does ahead of him. I don't think bringing Aaron Rodgers is going to help us, though. Now, would he be a plus? Yes, because he is, he is that type of field general. Uh, he would he does ha he would have you know the receivers and the linemen and everything like that to help him back up. And maybe just maybe he might be just one of those quarterbacks if he goes to a new place that he that he'd have that fire back in him to win a Super Bowl. So, in, to Precisely. some extent, I agree. But this this past season, Jacob, his career he had career lows this past year. I I don't know if he's even wanting to play anymore. Uh, but. I, I don't know. I don't know about going after Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers would be more of a short term, not a long term. Lamar Jackson, I could see that happening with the sign and trade. But once again, Lamar Jackson is very injury prone. Cooper Rush is not going to want to be a backup quarterback for the rest of his life. Somebody somewhere is going to give him a starting quarterback job, uh, whether it's Dallas or anywhere else. Here's a name to throw out then. Derek Carr. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be on the move. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I still feel like you guys are going to keep rocking with Dak. I think you guys are going to keep. I, I, I'm going to say it right now. My prediction is Dak's a Dallas Cowboy next year. He's your starting quarterback. Get over it. <laughs> like, that's what's happening Unfortunately, next year. Yep. you're probably right. Uh, I did also see where uh, apparently Zeke said he's willing to take a pay cut if it means he can stay in Dallas. He won't be a starting quarterback. It's going to have to be a significant be a pay cut. Significant yeah. pay cut because all that money needs to go to Tony Pollard. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I saw, think next year he's next year he's doing what ten million, probably something like that. I saw where it's just like, yeah, of course he's willing to do that because he knows he's not. He's only going to get like vet minimum wherever he goes. Which true, he would, but no, he really would have to take a significant pay cut, like for real. And in terms, uh, you know, my, my, my little two cents of this whole thing is, you know, I, I want to kind of slam dunk on what Jacob mentioned about Kellen Moore. Couldn't agree more. Like, that was, like, that was one of the dumbest play calls that, to end the game that I've ever seen. Like, I get, like, no matter what play call you do, your chances of actually winning the game are low, you know, from where they were. I get it. Hell, Marys are tough. I get it. You know, we see it every year. But, like, what are we doing? You know, like what, what, the, what was that? Like, you know, like, I, like I'm not kidding. That that play call is up there in history as one of the worst, alongside like you know the Colts fake punt they tried against the Patriots, where it's just like, why? Are, what? What are we even fucking doing? Like, did the Cowboys just say, ah, oh, fuck it, let's go and throw this game. This game's done. That's what it felt like. You know, watching that last play. Like, I'm with you on that. Fire Kellen, man. And you know, honestly, I haven't heard anything coming out of Dallas camp. But man, I've I just cannot I, I'm under the I'm gonna be under the mindset that Jerry is beyond beyond pissed. Like if they would at least threw a Hail Mary and it got incomplete or something, sure everyone in the organization's gonna be pissed. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, season's over, we had high but the way it, but but to end it that way, you know, to end it and embarrass yourself with a dumb yeah, fucking play stock. Yeah, like, bro, if I'm Jerry, I'm pissed. Like I'm livid. And someone's going to lose their job because of it. We're already the laughing stock, Jacob. <laughs> that Fair made enough. it even worse. <laughs> that yeah. made it even worse. Yeah. I mean, that, that was just flat out embarrassing watching that play happen. Like, geez. And it was a slant. It 
that was well, a slant. Okay, 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 okay. So before that play took off, the play beforehand, before San Francisco took a timeout, we were lined up slightly different. On the edges, uh, there was two offensive linemen, and then the wide receiver was lined up behind them. But when we came back out onto the field, the wide receiver was lined up next to the offensive lineman, which didn't make any sense. And also, I guess Turpin said that that play wasn't supposed to end like that. It was supposed to be uh, laterals, but he wasn't able to lateral it because he got tackled immediately. I don't know who he was going to lateral it Bro, to. Bro, even the O-linemen look, look confused out there. Like, they were just like, what, oh, what, definitely. what the fuck are we doing? Disaster. You guys are an absolute laughing stock. The Bears may fucking suck, but that was just flat, full-blown embarrassing. I feel bad for you guys. Hey, I really do. You know, don't feel bad for me as much as Ricky because the Bengals are still alive and they're going to beat that chief ass. <laughs> Man, you know, it, it's funny when it comes to the Chiefs, right? Like, you know, they're fun to watch. You know what I mean? Like Patrick Mahomes is a freaking legend. I mean, absolute legend for, you know, for the grit and uh, fighting through that game with Jacksonville. I was watching that full game. You know, you can't help but to love Patrick, you know, like you really can't. He's a great quarterback, fun to watch, seems like a great guy. But then I, then I just get reminded of the people around him. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, fuck the Chiefs. I want him to lose. <laughs> I saw a video come out of his brother and like his his wife and stuff, and up in the sweet box, and just the you know the the you know, I get that you're excited, I get it, but it's just like God, they are a different level of obnoxious. I'm all on the Cincinnati train, baby. Let's get it back to the Super Bowl. Eagles and uh, Eagles and we'll Bengals. That's gonna be the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, and you can also look at this look at it this way, and this is just makes it even more damning for Dak. Look what the quarter the quarterbacks that we have that are in the semifinals. You've got two three uh, two three year quarterbacks. You've got a six year vet in Patrick Mahomes, and a Mister Irrelevant in Brock Purdy. Yep. And that just makes it uh, that just makes it even better for Brock Purdy because he hasn't screwed completely up yet. He's played just well enough for them to win games, which is all that that's all he has to do. He doesn't have to go out there and throw two or three touchdowns. Now against Philly, he may have to. True. But uh, I mean, but uh, so far he's been able to play it safe, exactly what he's supposed to be doing right now. And all props to Kyle Shanahan and that group. By goodness, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan at this point probably deserves Coach of the Year, if if not, um, if not the New York Giants coach. Yeah, I saw the it'll coach be, of the year candidates come out. I saw them come out. I think there was five, right? It was Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, uh, Doug Peterson's on there. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the other two. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's probably going to be Kyle Shanahan or Nick uh, Sirianni. That's what. It, that's who I think is going to win it. But yeah, I've already said it. In my mind, is Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's coach of the year, baby. I, I won't be convinced otherwise. Yeah, no, to disagree with no you. one thought that no one thought the they would look like, man, the where the Jags were last year is like uh, historically all time low. And I don't mean it wins losses. Like I, I said before, it's, it's tough to get worse than the fucking Lions and Browns at 0 16. But just like last year is one of the biggest dumpster fire disasters we've ever seen in NFL history. And for Doug Peters to come in year one, win the win the division, win a playoff game and even stay competitive with the Chiefs to the extent uh, to me, man, he's coach of the year. I know he's not going to win it, though, but he's my coach of the year. In my heart, he's my coach of the year, and that's all that matters. 
the reason why I think that Dayball should be coach of the year is because of what he's been able to do with the players and the staff that True. Dave Gettleman left him. Yeah, and players and staff that you know everyone assumed was garbage. You know. Now here's going to be the difficult thing for him though is retaining everybody for next year because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to leave. Right. I and I I do think that one of them is going to be Saquon Barkley because I do not think they'll be able to pay for him. Well, you know, he actually commented on that that he doesn't plan to reset the market. He doesn't want that because like he openly said which you know, I, I saw a joke where it's just like Saquon's agents watching this and just screaming right now. Uh, but like Saquon was just like, I'm realistic, you know, two years of injuries, you know, just having this year back and stuff. He's like, I'm, I'm realistic, you know, like I'm not going to sit here and try to reset the running back market. So they may get to retain him, you know, they may get to retain him like a nice little three year deal. And then he, he, you know, if he pops off again for another year or two, then may try to up that deal to for bigger money. So they, they might be able to keep him, and they, they'd be stupid not to keep Daniel Jones. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, absolutely. They, they would be dumb. I mean, because like if they don't pay him, someone will. Someone will get Daniel Jones. Um, so like they, they, you know, and honestly, I feel like Daniel at this point also would want to stay in New York, just because of what they were able to do this year under this first year system. You know what I mean? Where he's just like, oh wow, a coach in a system that actually likes me and respects me and wants to work with me. Oh, what a what a what a thought! Oh wow. So, I mean, like, if I was Daniel Jones, I'd stay in New York. Yeah, I mean, you got a team building around. You got a damn good line building with Andrew Thomas, Evan Neal, and others. You know, get some more receiver help, sure. You know, get Saquon, kind of, you know, work, see if you can get him, you know, to uh, re-sign. You got some good defensive pieces. I'd stay in New York. Speaking of New York, you know, I made a – I really made fun of Steve about the whole – his whole Aaron Rodgers take, and it's – there's a lot of reports coming out right now that New York is ready to swing to the, swing to the fences to get a rod. So Steve might have been onto something after all. <laughs> Where Steve's just they like got plenty of money. Yeah, Steve's just like I think he's gonna go to the Jets because they're gonna throw just an absurd amount of money on him. And now here we are, where the Jets have an absurd amount of money, and Woody Page is like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll trade multiple first to get Aaron Rodgers, whatever." <laughs> so it's like, oh shit, okay, maybe, maybe Steve was onto something after all. They have everything else. They, all yeah. they're missing is a star quarterback. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love I love and me some Mike know, White speak, though. Speaking on the Giants, depending and depending and speaking of the Giants, depending on wh- what moves they decide to make in the offseason, they could be the favorite to win the division next year. That's true. Jacob, did you see the report that came out today? Um. <clears throat> Makes me want to really cry. It makes me just want to burst out in tears. That apparently Dallas has been in talks with Washington. Hello. For what? Carson. No, no chance. No chance. For what? For Carson Wentz. He'd be a good backup. Hopefully, Hell no. hopefully for that. Hopefully for that, he'd be a good backup. Let's be real. He'd be a good third string, fourth string quarterback. <laughs> he's gonna be no damn backup. I really don't want the report to be true, but from what it looks like, it is one hundred percent true. <laughs> Carson Wentz, future Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> Ricky's done right now. Carson Wentz will have played for three. You're- NFC East teams. 
I'm trying to think of another player. Just the Giants. I'm suffering enough being a Dallas Cowboy fan. Please do not let Carson Wentz come to the Dallas Cowboys. Amen. <laughs> oh, someone asked me the other day, like, why are you still a Dallas Cowboys fan when they have done nothing but disappoint you over the years? And I'm like, because I invested too much. <laughs> I can't back out now. My money is not worth much anymore. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that, my friend. <laughs> it's been a long road of pain. <laughs> I'm just going to keep riding that train of depression, baby. Choo-choo. You'll reach the station eventually. That or you're going to derail. Look, that, <laughs> look, how I am with trains is I will get on that train, and I'm either, I'm either going to make it to the fucking station for where this train's supposed to go, or me and that train's derailing. Like, that's just how it's going to go. <laughs> I am not getting off Blaze that train. Of glory. Yeah, I am not getting off of it right now. Oh, man. But uh, no, um, you know, coming up for this NFC champion, uh, not NFC, just championship games in general, you know, for this upcoming weekend, you know, I'm pretty pumped for them, honestly. Uh, KC and Cincinnati is going to be an absolute phenomenal game, and I, I cannot freaking wait for it. Um, you know, I feel like Holmes has said that he is ready to go, by the way. That's good, man, because that did not that looked like a painful injury. You know what I mean? It really did. That looked very painful. Um, yeah, so I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that he's good to go. I, I, man, I'm feeling Cincinnati. I really am. They just have a different chip back on them. You know, they really do, you know, and you know, it, it, it's kind of funny because I remember, you know, talking about how we thought these teams were going to do beginning of the season. And we all agreed that we thought Cincinnati was going to maybe struggle, but still win the division, you know, figure it out that that was all, that was all of our mindsets. And I think it was actually, I can't remember but, you know, I want to say it was actually Shane who said before the season started that he thinks Cincinnati is going to go back to the Super Bowl. They're going to figure it out. I don't remember if that was Shane or you, Ricky. I know it wasn't me. Uh, I, one of you said that. I think it was Shane. Did you it say? Okay. I think it was Shane where he said he thought Cincinnati was going to figure it out and make it back to the Super Bowl. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that episode uh, to confirm. But uh, that's exactly what's happened. You know, they really they, – I mean, they beat the brakes off Buffalo. What a disappointing season for, for Buffalo. And now it makes me think back when Tyler was in studio for 50 and he just thinks he, – he said right then and there he didn't think that the team had it. Uh, you know, he just, he just didn't. And now we saw it. They didn't. You know, they got the break speed off of them. Um, so, I mean, disappointing season for the Bills for sure. But, man, Cincinnati's riding high. Like, is this the time? Is this it? Jacob, is this it? Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Is this it? Is this the time? You know, I think it is. My I watch every single game, every Bengals game with my grandpa because he is a diehard Bengals fan. And he told me while watching that Bengals game and then – subsequently watching the Dallas game that he said, and I quote, man, I really don't want it to be San Francisco because every time the Bengals have been to the Super Bowl, they've gotten beat by San Francisco. True. And I told him, look, listen, Hey, this is, this is perfect. This is lining up. The stars are aligning for you guys to finally get payback for all those years of torment. He's like, you know what? Right. And I then I then I uh, went on a tyrant about how the 49ers might beat the living hell out of the Eagles this weekend. <laughs> Man, I've already seen a lot of reports that as of now, everything's pointing towards Brock Purdy being the guy going forward in the next year and beyond. 
which I mean, how can you not really continue to work with him as a Mr. Relevant rookie? He's he's a very poised rookie. He makes rookie mistakes, yes, but he's a rookie. You know what I mean? And and that's fine. Um, but like you can you can truly see the poise and see where he can continue to grow. And all reports are pointing towards you know him being the starter next year. I mean, he's even in a you know NFC you know offensive rookie of the year candidate. And if they even if he plays well in this game and you know helps them actually make it to a Super Bowl, regardless if they win or not, man, it's it's <sighs> goodbye Trey Lance. I mean, up front Trey is. I mean, in my mind, Trey's already gone. Trey is already gone. His career and San Fran traded up all those picks, you know, just to make it happen and get Trey to get up to three. And now look look where where it got him. Uh, now Trey is going to be on the move, which honestly that's going to be something, boys, that we have to continue to think about. When it comes time doing our mock drafts here soon, uh, for everyone listening, we are about to start mock draft season. Jacob already sent me his first one. We're uh, right now. We're I think we're going to look to reveal some mock drafts next next week. We'll look to do some mock drafts next week and uh, reveal what we got going on and post them on social media and stuff. So make sure to follow us there at, t- at Terrible FB Show. Um, but uh, yeah, that's something we got to think about with mock drafting is uh, where Trey Lance is going to potentially get traded because that could obviously affect who's going to try to do what in, in the first round. He's going to get traded to the Dallas Cowboys for Dak Prescott. (laughs) Cooper Rush will be our starting quarterback next year. Or how about this? How about they go to Washington and trade him for Carson Wentz? It's it's an even trade. I would rather have Carson than Trey. Oh, really? Me me too. Mm. Me too. It was just a joke, man. It was was literally just a joke. I don't want Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a key to Jordan Dallas. Him and he Jordan Love are like away. twins. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. Them, those two are never going to have a career in the NFL. You know, when Jordan played a little bit this year, I thought he looked okay. Uh, he looked better than years prior. That's for damn sure. I don't, don't think feed his ego. Look, I don't think Jordan is going to be a, <laughs> an Aaron Rodgers, though. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like no, Green, no. Green Bay is not going to get lucky and hit three home runs in a row. They're not. All right, you're about to strike out. Okay, you may get a decent starter for six to eight, maybe even ten, you know, nine, ten years, but you're not going to get another Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. There ain't no damn way they're about to hit it three times in a row. No chance. Uh, But it does actually pose the question when it comes to Trey. Who do you think are some potential trade candidates for Trey? I mean, in my mind, like with how much they gave up for him, you know, I. I don't know if they'd be willing to send him in the NFC, but if they get enough of a haul back, I don't think they give a shit. I don't think anybody – why would anybody want him? Straight potential. Straight potential. He's, there's no potential. He, uh, Mr. Irrelevance won more games than he did. There's no potential there. Well, he hasn't had it. See, the problem with Trey, and me and my boss are talking about this, is that there's not enough of a sampling size to really determine how he's going to be. That's the problem. Like, no one knows. There's not enough to look at. <laughs> the little that we... How many games did he win as a starting quarterback? Uh, zero. I think he only has, like, what, two, three games as a starting quarterback? I think that's it. Maybe, like, two and games last Brock year, Brady one game this year. Brock was 3-0 in his first three games. That's enough sampling size for me. Look, I like Brock a lot more. All right? Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, I think there's going to be a team that's going to be willing to, you know, swing to the fences a little bit. Maybe, like, a... At most a second, but probably more. They'll probably try to pitch a third and a fourth for him. Someone's going to try to get him. You know what? You're right. He's going to go to an XFL team. 
<laughs> hey, I'd be here for that. I bring, can't wait for that to start. Yo, up. bring him to Orlando. I'll, I'll take Trey Lance in Orlando. Let's get it. I think Trey Lance would tear it up there. <laughs> but I mean, I think I think a team's gonna make a trade. I mean, look at it like this. Look at um, you know, when Arizona. I mean, I thought he he stunk no matter what. But look how Arizona moved uh, Josh Rosen super quick, and look at the value they got there. I think they traded him for like a fourth. Um, so I mean, I, I could see the same value happening here with Trey. Is that you know, they could you know someone will swing a fourth uh, just to grab him. I mean, if you're in a crappy situation at quarterback anyway, why not? You know, it's worth a shot. You know, it it just depends on the team. Like I mean, like let's look at Atlanta. If Atlanta doesn't get anyone at quarterback, and they just you know you go into this mindset of like, we're going to rock with Desmond Ritter. It wouldn't shock me if they also just like slided a fourth and got Trey over there as well. And had Trey and Desmond battle it out to see who could be a starter. I mean, I could see that happening. I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't happen. You know, on the other side, when it comes to a rod thing, I've, all the reports are showing that, you know, uh, green Bay wants the two firsts and, you know, they're not trading him in the NFC, which doesn't make sense. But, you know, in Trey's case, I mean, I, th- I think go anywhere, but, um, you know, but I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll I can't see. wait for everybody to see my mock draft. <laughs> now I, with all this quarterback talk, I can't wait. Like I said, I I, I glanced at Did it. Did Dallas drafted a quarterback? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, uh, he did have a spicy prediction at, at uh, in the top ten that I was a, I was a fan of. So I'm looking forward to you know actually sitting down and looking at the rest of it because I haven't done it yet. But um. But no, for the championship weekend though, man. I mean, these I think these are going to be some pretty solid games. Uh, I, like I'm very excited. Mostly KC Cincy. I'm really pumped up for KC Cincy. Um, I think that's going to be an absolute electric game. Like I said, right now I'm feeling I'm feeling Philly, and I'm feeling Cincy going Super Bowl. I think that's going to be the play, and I still have Philly winning. I still got Philly winning. That was my that was my Super Bowl winner prediction many many moons ago, and I'm going to keep rocking with it. Who, who you guys got going to the Super Bowl? Cincy and San Fran. Fuck the Eagles. I mean, that's fair to have that opinion as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> um, as much as I would love to agree with you, Jacob, San, Fr- San Francisco doesn't have the complete package that Philly has offensively at the moment. I'm not saying that they, they won't win. Uh, but I really believe Phil, Philly's just been on this level. Um, this season, they it's just different. I'm not Here's saying San make Francisco the can't them. Jalen being hurt right now. Uh, true. Yeah. Now they got Gardner Minshew. They're fine. It's not going to be able to nearly run They have much. Gardner Minshew. They're fine. <laughs> Super Bowl bound, baybe. You know what? Screw it. San Francisco, Cincinnati. Whoa! Come on. San yeah. Francisco, Cincinnati. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Minshew mania. You just had Minshew mania is always mania ready to run to. wild on you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gardner Minshew. Hey, he's ready to run wild anytime, any day of the week. San Fran and Cincinnati. No, go back to your original. Let's let's keep doing the build up here. You're you're feeling Philly. No, I'm not feeling <laughs> Philly anymore. You skirted all up. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll be the one correct one here. 
with Philly and Cincinnati. Although I will say, look, it's not going to shock me if KC ends up making it in, but I, I will be kind of shocked if San Fran makes it in. I will. Because the, the lead up that Ricky was going on before I ruined it is that he just doesn't think San Fran has the complete package. And I, I, kind of, I kind of feel that, honestly. You know, this Philly team has been on the next level. Truth be told, I mean, uh, Steve kind of chat about it when he was on last week where it's just like, you know, their front seven alone just does so much damage, which is true. I mean, their front seven alone racks up so many sacks. You know, they, they're leading the league in sacks, and the front seven makes up a majority of them, uh, like a dumb amount of them. You know, their, their, their D-line makes up a majority of them. You know, so that that all, that helps freeze up your, your DBs to do their job. So, I mean – I feel like this this Philly team, man, it reminds me so much of the Philly team that won the championship a few years ago. Uh, I, I see I see the same sort of vibes. Um, you know, I, I'm telling you, Philly Philly and uh, the Bengals, who I'm feeling. I did also see something else too. I, I saw this kind of circulating, and you boys may have seen it as well. I haven't actually went to pull up the the tweet yet to inspect it for its uh you know for if it being legit. But it was a tweet that was circulating that was posted in, like, 2015 where they projected, like, all of the next 15 Super Bowl winners. But, you know, at this time, you know, you can obviously edit a tweet thanks to Twitter Blue. Um, but, you know, I, I haven't gone to look at the original tweet to see if – because it will say, you know, edited with Twitter Blue or whatever the case was. Or, you know, I haven't gone to fact check this. But, you know, in his predictions, he has been right every year so far from uh, 2016 to now. He has gotten every year correct. And his prediction was Eagles for this year. So I'm just saying, track record. You ever shows. predict Dallas in the future? No, I do not think so. Fifteen more years? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me see if I can actually find it real quick. Let me just look up hey, Super Bowl. I'll be almost fifty, man. Let me see if I can find Come it. Come on, we, I can't wait that long, man. Do we at least make an I NFC can't... Championship game? Please tell me we do. <laughs> I am 34 years old. In 15 years, I will be 49. I can't wait that long. <laughs> I haven't even been alive long enough to see them in an NFC Championship okay, game. Okay, so the tweet, the tweet was uh, posted. I just, actually just found the original tweet. I don't see anything suspicious about it where it shows any sort of edit or anything, but it, sh it shows January 23rd, of, um, 2015. Uh, it's prediction for the next 10 Super Bowls, and no, the the Cowboys are not on here. Who's that for next year? Uh, the Bills. It, their dynasty is ended. And you want to know who he's got after that in 2025. It's a pretty spicy Jaguars. one. Jaguars? Actually, yes. <laughs> Damn. Actually, yes. And then Bengals in 20. Right? Yeah, it's Jaguars, yeah. Go Jaguars! And then Bengals in 26. The Jaguars on who? Uh, Bengals in 26. Yep. Bengals in 26. All right. Yeah. The kiddies are taking over. But uh, I don't know. Thought that was pretty interesting. Don't know how legit it is. My my assumption on those is that they are never legit. I, I they are never legit in my mind, but it's still kind of cool. Now there was the one that I think was legit that was involving the World Cup uh, that was posted many many moons ago. That one was actually legit, where he just randomly yeeted that out there and was correct. 
that that was the only one that I've seen that is legit. That one, that one might be fake. That one, that one uh, that I just shouted out might be fake, but it'd be cool. Be cool, but yeah, Eagles and uh, Bengals is what I'm feeling. I think I still gonna rock with the Eagles winning it all, man. Um, but uh, you know how how else are we feeling on stuff, boys? You know, you got you have you have, you have more stuff that you want to you know rant about with the Cowboys and the other games. I will. I'll be openly transparent to everyone listening. This is very much going to be a shorter show. Uh, I am out of town. I'm very tired. I got a pack. Uh, so, you know, this is going to 100% be a shorter show today, but that's all right. We got a long show next week. We're going to be doing some mock draft stuff. You know, talking a lot about Super Bowl game and everything. Boys, how, how, how are we doing right now? I am still uh, one game ahead of Brady. Somehow. I, I, I was very shocked that everybody picked the Cowboys in the run your pool. Very shocked. <laughs> yeah, I regret that one. So I just want to I just want to go on record. There's a friend of mine on Facebook that I used to work with uh, many years ago, and he put on he put on there, and I quote: "Every Dallas Cowboy fan went to church this past weekend, <clears throat> this past Sunday, and I just want to let y'all know I didn't just go to the Sunday morning service. I went to the Sunday night service, and I did not once, not once, did I check the score while the pastor was preaching, and we still got beat, man. We still got beat." <laughs> But I will say this much, and here's how I can back this guy up on, on, on this little tweet, or, or, or what he said on Facebook. <laughs> we had 285 in Sunday school this past Sunday. This what I think, or it was 282 or some or something. We had 30 more people in Sunday school this past Sunday than what we did the previous Sunday. There's your proof. Uh, both the Dallas Cowboy fans were in church this past Sunday, and we still got beat. <laughs> oh, so sad. So sad. At least you guys made it to the playoffs. I look, I look forward to that. Oh, shut up. Everybody <laughs> makes the playoffs. That's ah, not true. I let the Lions fans. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Last time they went was like, what, 2016? And then before that, I don't even know when. <laughs> it's okay. They're going to win the division next year. I do think that's possible, especially if the Packers do move on from A-Rod. And, you know, the, you know, the Vikings obviously will be an issue for sure. I don't even think the Bears will be an issue, personally. But I, I do think the Lions are just going to keep loading up and they're going to be better and better. Um, I, I think the Lions have a legitimate shot to win the NFC North. I ain't even mad about it. I ain't even uh, – brand new Lions. I'm all in. Let's go. Looking from afar, look, I have no hatred – Towards the lines that you know, I met some more Vikings fans this weekend, and they they said the same thing about me. So we have no hatred towards you. We have no hatred towards the lines. It's just the Packers. Like, I fucking agree. Vikings lines, you guys are cool. How, Do why your would thing. you hate the lines? Yeah, I don't know why someone would hate. Why the lines. would anyone hate the lines? I agree. I don't They're see like a point the in that. They're like the Vanderbilt of the NFL. They hardly ever win. <laughs> Brand new lines though, we're baby. Go back all the, we're gonna go all the way back to the Vanderbilt stuff, huh? <laughs> oh, Vandy. Hey, bold prediction. No. Vandy will make a bowl game next year. Uh, I can see that, though. I can see. I thought you were going to say something more bold, like they were going to win, like, two or three conference games. (laughs) (laughs) I predicted they'd win two this year, and they did win two this year. Next year, they're going to win four. Wait, what four are they going to win next year? He's got to think. He's got to think. 
he's got it. He's 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 been put into a corner. He didn't think he'd get this far. Yeah, he didn't think he didn't think I'd call him out. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> Florida for one, because Florida's Florida gonna be a disaster. Stinks. They're a disaster hole. They they shouldn't have even hired Billy Napier. Uh, Missouri, I think they will beat Missouri uh, next year. That's fair. No, Missouri uh, both teams are improved, too. but but I think I think Vander, I think Vanderbilt's going in a far better direction than what uh, than what Missouri is. You know, Vanderbilt really plays Hawaii next year. They, we played them. They played. Uh, they played us this year. Oh, I didn't. Think, I, didn't I don't. I didn't think they played Hawaii next year. Week zero, we played them. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna pull up their schedule. I'm gonna pull up their schedule real quick. Let me pull up their schedule real quick. For next I got year. it up right here. It's uh, Hawaii, Alabama, A and M at Wake Forest. Yikes. Uh, at UNLV, Kentucky, Missouri, at Florida, Georgia, at Ole Miss, Auburn, at South Carolina, and then at Tennessee. Is the Hawaii game at Hawaii or in Vandy? Oh. It's in Vandy. Okay, that makes sense then because they went yeah, to cause, Hawaii. Because they were at, they were yeah, at Hawaii. That, that makes sense. So I guess it's the just a series. Um, so I, I could see – so uh, Florida, Missouri, Kentucky, Auburn. I could see them beat, win those four games for sure. Not yeah. for sure, for sure. No, yeah, but you but can I see can it see happen. I see them winning those four okay, games. That's fair. Uh, you know what? All right, I'll give you some credit. That's fair. Those, those are. I'm not going to say it's going to happen, but that, that's totally fair. All I know and is Hawaii is going to get Hawaii is going to beat mean, them this time. Dog smack, smack them all over. They'll, they'll send them back to Hawaii. No, Hawaii's going to win. L, Hawaii's like going to win this time. <laughs> and for the orgy, will yeah. not will not get us this time. Oh my god! I will never forget that moment for real. Like, dude, like I'm watching the game. I'm just having a good time playing on my phone. Something you know, half paying attention, half not. Hawaii's losing, obviously. And all of a sudden, I heard the announcer. I thought he yelled "In for the orgy" as they start celebrating, and I'm like, "Yeah, that excuse was me." And then they pull up the player's name where it's "In free orgy," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" His parents hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I think I was watching another right, Vandy so game, do, and, and they this, said Alex. his name again, and I just laughed. All right, so, uh, Jacob, you might want to write this on the board if you have any kind of room. Jacob's going to get something. Go ahead. I am going to predict, right now, I'm predicting both Hawaii's record and Vanderbilt's record. Right now, today, this January 25th of 23. Bet. Let's see here. All right. Hawaii 2023. They will lose at Vanderbilt. They'll lose at home against Stanford. They'll beat Albany because Albany sucks. So that's one and two. They'll lose to Oregon. That's one and three. They'll beat New Mexico State. That's two and three. Then they're going to lose their next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're going to lose nine games in a row to end the season. I have Vanderbilt with... One, two wins next season. Two and ten for Vanderbilt next I'm sorry, for Hawaii. Two and ten for Hawaii next season. They will beat Albany, and they will beat New Mexico State. They will not beat anybody else. Hold and on they get worse for next Vanderbilt, season. Hold me, on now. <laughs> Hold on now. For Vanderbilt, hang on now. Hang on now. This, this, this is our little deal here. Hang on one second. Let me get my Vanderbilt football schedule. I'm trying to get it popped up. All right, here we go. Vanderbilt, hurry up, you piece of crap. Vanderbilt, they will start off 3-0. They will beat Wake Forest at Wake Forest because Wake Forest quarterback is going to Notre Dame. They'll start 4-0 because they're going to beat UNLV. 
They'll beat Kentucky, Missouri, and at Florida. They will win one, two, three, four, five, six. They will win their first seven games. They will go seven and zero, oh, be ranked number twenty-five in the nation before they get dog smacked by Georgia. Uh, they'll lose to Ole Miss. Uh, I think I think they could beat Auburn. Um, they will lose at South Carolina. They will lose at Tennessee. That gives them four losses. So I'll give some wiggle room. I'll say seven and five for Vanderbilt next season. Yeah. All right, now let me throw my <laughs> Hawaii take out here. So hold hold the phone, pump the brake, stop the press. Uh, all right, so Vanderbilt, just to, for fuel for the fire, I'm going to say we're going to win that game. But I acknowledge we may lose that game. But I'm going to lock it in as a win just to be a dick here. Stanford, we'll probably lose. Albany, we're going to win. Oregon, going to lose. New Mexico State, that one's a toss-up. We did lose New Mexico State, but it was a close game. All right. I think we're actually going to win this game because here's the thing. Like, even though the Hawaii went on, you know, they had a lot of losses in a, in a stretch last year, the team consistently was improving on the second half of the year and was staying competitive. And now getting actually into Timmy's first full-time to be able to do recruiting, I think this team's going to continue to improve. I don't think they're going to be like some blowout team or anything, but they are still going to improve. I think New Mexico State, we can get that dub. Air Force will lose. San Diego State will lose. San Jose State lost last year. I think we can pull that one out. I think we can get a dub there on San Jose State. Nevada, I'm going to call that one a win again. We won last year. I think we can continue to get that one. New Mexico, probably an L. UNLV will win that one again. We won last year. Colorado State, that one's a toss-up. We lost last year, but I think it was only a three-point loss. I think we could. I think that one could be a win for us. And Wyoming, I'm going to call that one an L. So I don't know how many wins was that. Let's see. So One, you have two, basically three, you have four. basically you have four wins. No, well, if I'm actually throwing Vandy out there, Vandy, Albany, uh, New Mexico State, San Jose State, Nevada, UNLV, Colorado State, so seven wins, bowl game. Let's go. Seven. Wins. I'm going to call it now. Wins? Ohio State's going to be undefeated next year. I would say Hawaii is in the range of five to seven wins. That that's their that's their range. I, no, you know I'll I'll change it even a little bit more. I would say Hawaii's range is four to seven. That that I think the floor is four wins, and I think the ceiling is seven. Once we actually do our our predictions, I'll I'll set my hard prediction. But early thoughts, that's my early thoughts. Is floor is four, a ceiling is seven. That's fair. I think that's fair. That's very fair. Come on. Give me some props. I'm giving you a floor and a ceiling. Come on. 12 now. wins next season. For Ohio State with your new quarterback. Oh, yeah. Gonna beat, no. gonna beat Michigan Definitely. this time. There's a lot of question marks on Ohio State for next year. Quarterback has already proven himself. I'm not saying I'm not saying that Ohio State's not gonna be good. But there, he's, there's a lot to prove next year on the defensive end as well. That's going to be tough. Guess we'll just have to wait and see. Man, you're big pumped on this uh, on this QB. He'll be way better than Stroud has ever imagined he could be. You're just you're also just very anti-Stroud. I've noticed now. He sucks. <laughs> Man, he played really well in the, in, in the playoffs. But not well enough. Yeah, not well enough. Not well enough to 
win a national title and also not well enough to beat Michigan. <laughs> uh, is that is that what twice. it's about here? Is that what it's about? Is that Hawaii State under CJ lost twice to Michigan? Is that what this is about? I'm okay losing one because you know after ten years it was bound to happen. Fair. At least once. That's but fair. Two times in a row? No, that's just no. So like no. if CJ would have won, let's say one of them I, and went one and one, would you been more accepting? Yes. Oh, that's fair. And I think that's a lot of Ohio State fans. But now that since he lost two in a row, he's dead to you. Oh, since he lost two in a row, he can go enjoy his fuck money in the NFL. So go down to Houston and get just absolutely destroyed. Can't wait. <laughs> no support for his quarterback. <laughs> you are you saying Michigan's gonna win? Michigan gonna win? You're gonna say we're gonna lose to Michigan three years in a row. Yeah, okay. You're fucking, three years in a row. You're, you're, you are you are cute. You know that? You're very cute hey, saying hey, that. Hey, 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 hey. I predicted Ohio State to win this year because they lost last year. I predicted they're going to lose again next year. You got. You have to admit there are more question marks about Ohio State than Michigan next year. You have and to admit that. those question marks will be checked off within the first four games. And you'll lose right. at least on, two of them. Put that on the board. Put that is. on the board the for Jacob. Four? Whoa, whoa. We play at Indiana. Then we play home against Youngstown State. Then we play home against Western Kentucky. And then we're at Notre Dame. You're saying we're going to lose two of those games? Indiana's going to yes. pull the upset. Indiana. Indiana, Indiana's going to pull the upset, and you're going to lose at Notre Dame. There's no way we're losing week one. No, hold on. No listen, we're listen. Week, week one, hold on. baby. Listen, Go, Indiana. Listen, what, Jacob, what would you do if Indiana wins week one with a last-second field goal? I am officially announcing my retirement. <laughs> From the show? Or your fanhood? Sports in general. <laughs> <laughs> that is the last thing I need to happen this year, okay? With everything that happened with Dallas, that is the last thing I need is to end the gear like that. I will I will oh. I will resign well, right then and there. Jacob I, you know if that happens It could hap be worse. You could be a Rockstar Razorback fan. <laughs> yeah, the truth. You could be a Chicago Bears fan. Jacksonville Jaguars be a Bears fan. fan right now. Oh, well, welcome to the I'd club. I'd rather be a Jaguars too, fan, honestly. Welcome to the club. Let's go. <laughs> Make that your new number two team. Let's go. I need more people to talk to. <laughs> hey, it's just, like, it's, it's just like us in Dallas, Jacob. It's just like with us in Dallas. I've invested way too much time and money the Arkansas Ranger packs to pull away now. <laughs> I do feel that with the Bears. I really do. It would take uh, an ungodly amount of shit for me to be like, all right, deuces, Chicago. It really would. I don't know what my line would be. I really don't for me to uh, to ditch Chicago. And I feel I think my line for Dallas will be another losing season. To be honest, so another if, losing record. So if Dal if this Dallas team right now, if they had a losing record this year, would you actually be done with being a Dallas Cowboys fan? I think that would be my line. Wow. Whether or not I would cross it. That's a whole other question. Okay, but that would that's be my fair line. then. That's fair then. If if Jerry if Jerry does not make moves and he keeps it the way it is, now I know our defense is good, 
but we don't know how banged up they're going to be at the start to finish. But if he, if, let's say he does not make moves. Let's say he makes all the wrong moves. We're talking about a 500 team at best next year. Maybe a nine and eight win. Maybe one more win. But we're not looking at that. We're not looking great right now. I can just tell you that much. Are you guys going to get third in the division next year? <laughs> we, third is pushing it. Yeah, third. Third. It could be third in the division next year. We we better be above the damn commies next year. I swear <laughs> to God. What would you do if Dallas had the worst record of the four? What would you do if Dallas only won four games next year? If it's under Dak, I will actually record me burning his jersey. <laughs> That's what's up. All Damn. Right. <laughs> hey man, just welcome to welcome to pain that I've been feeling. Welcome to pain. <laughs> so the, so a, here's I'm gonna the thing, a, though. I'm the gonna have a fucking. I'm gonna have a nightmare tonight when I go to sleep. You're welcome. <laughs> So, so here's here's how things are going to work, Jacob. We're going to have three Dallas Cowboy fans on the show next year because we're going to get Gardner Minshew, and Alex has to become a Dallas Cowboy fan. Well, you know, if Gardner Minshew does go to the Cowboys and become a backup, I will root for his success. But that's about as far as I'm going. <laughs> going to buy sure a jersey? <laughs> huh? Did you buy a Dallas jersey? No, if because it had I, his name on it, I would buy his other jerseys before I bought that one. You should totally buy all of his jerseys. I do want to because <laughs> honestly, <laughs> hey, look, I'll be real with you boys. That's something I still need to get around and get off my ass to doing is still buying the rest of Hester's jerseys. I have an Atlanta jersey and I have like three of his Bears jerseys because he's my favorite player of all time. I, I have intended to go buy uh, a Baltimore jersey. Uh, and even a, a even a Seahawks jersey, even though he played one freaking game. But hey, that one game he played fucking great. They lost the game, but he played fucking <laughs> awesome. He had a lot of good returns that game for him. Uh, no, but that is something I've been meaning to do for a while is get his Ravens and Seahawks jersey. So you know, for Gardner, yeah, I, I would buy his his Jags jersey, his Eagles jersey, and wherever else he goes, I hundred percent would. No matter the team, Gardner's one of my favorite players in the NFL. Man. It is, man. I, I, you know, once once I, I have a player that I love, I, I rock with him for the most part. There's a few exceptions where it's just like, I can't rock with you anymore, <coughs> Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, there, there there are those cases. Those those do pop up. But uh, Gardner, he, he's, a, he's a, a meme, a walking meme, and I'm here for it. I like walking memes. I will say one player's jersey that I actually do want to buy, even though it would involve getting a Packers jersey, is Jamal Williams, man. I love Jamal Williams. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. Uh, not not just because of how he plays, but also like he's just like a mega nerd, and I like I just relate to that obviously. Um, but yeah, I, Lions. Yep. Well, no, he he was he was the Packers first. Yeah, he was drafted by was the Packers. Yeah, he was drafted by the Packers. I think uh, second to fourth round somewhere in that range. He was drafted by. Him. Didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> so you know now he's found himself a nice little career in uh, Detroit which I'm really pumped up for man because uh, DeAndre Swift man he ha he hasn't pulled it together at any point to be like the superstar that people thought he could be uh give Jamal Williams the reins man let him be the guy going forward you know I'm I'm here for it Jamal Williams you know he had a a great year 17 TDs over a thousand yards let let him be the back for Detroit straight up let's get it I love I love that Detroit team right now they got a bright ass future Brand new lines, baby. Brand new lines. Uh, but no, I think we're going to wrap up the show, boys. I'm very tired. I'm hungry. I need to pack uh, so I can make my way back home tomorrow. 
Uh, apologies for anyone listening that uh, we didn't, we weren't live. Again, I am in a hotel. We tried. We gave it a best shot. I tried to do Ricky style with a hotspot. Uh, I just didn't. I wasn't going to trust hotel Wi-Fi. I was trying to run some stuff on the hotel Wi-Fi, like doing prep and everything. And that that alone told me that, oh, yeah, there's no chance it's going to work. I was getting all my browsers were lagging as hell before I even started streaming with that. At least with my hotspot, all my browsers were running great. But the moment I hit stream, oh, boy, it went down the drain. But uh, Ricky, you got something? You, You held your hand up there. Yes, I actually do have something. Because I have some very good news because in my area, they're starting to line up the cable lines. Hey, no more hotspot. Great home internet. No more hotspot. No more hotspot. I think I'm going to take that hotspot, break it in half, and burn it. You know, I got to say, though, and you know, everyone listening, you just have to really admire that his hotspot has just been an absolute unit and has been an MVP for so long for him. It really has. (laughs) It really has. I miss being. In, I miss being in the city. I miss being where near people for crying out loud. I miss being in civilization, <laughs> where right down the road is a Texas Roadhouse, and I have to drive an hour to Texas Roadhouse. It could be right down my, right down the road, close to my house. Yeah. And it would be beautiful. But no, we're not in civilization anymore. No, you're in BFV. <laughs> uh, Pretty much. Yeah. Well, we already threw our predictions out, basically. You, know, you boys have got um, San Fran and, and Cincinnati on the Super Bowl. I've got Philly and uh, uh, Cincinnati on that one. So we've already rocked in our our predictions there. Uh, like I said, next week, uh, you know, Jacob's got his uh, mock uh, 1.0 ready to go, so we'll reveal that on stream. And uh, mine's almost ready, so I, I would say mine will probably be ready to go next week too, Ricky, if you've got one, cool. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out to Shane. I'll and- get one ready. Yeah, I'll reach out to Shane and see if he can get one ready, too, because uh, pretty much every pick will be accurate besides maybe the last two. So it's close enough. It's close enough. Let's get one in. I did see Mel Kuyper put out his first one with AR going to Carolina. Uh, just friendly reminder to everyone across the planet, Mel Kuyper is a fucking clown and a stooge. His opinions are irrelevant and do not matter. Never forget that. I'm still waiting for that dumb son of a bitch to retire because he thought Jimmy Clausen was going to be an absolute star. The same guy who thought Blaine Gabbert was going to be a star for the Jaguars. Mel Kuyper, you are a clown and a stooge. I don't care how long you've been doing this. You're a moron. Retire. Todd McShay is way better than Mel Kuyper. Facts. Hate Mel Kuyper. He is such a fucking pompous idiot, man. Yeah, he's got uh, Anthony Richardson going to fucking Carolina. And I'm just like, here we fucking go again with this stupid shit all over again. One random QB is going to get pumped up for no reason. He hasn't done anything. I'm going to put that one on TikTok. Fuck Mel Kuyper. Let's end the show on that. Let's just end the show. All right, all right. I'm hitting. You gotta. If you put that on TikTok, you have to fucking. You have. You have to tag him in it. I will. I don't give a fuck. Like you know, look. I know people. I know his stands out there can defend him. Like, oh, what have you done with your life? Look how successful he is. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions. So why can't I? I'm trying to make my way up the ladder as well. It's a terrible football show, after all. If he can make, if he can make a career out of giving horrible opinions every single year, you know what? So can we. That's the goal. But we're gonna be a better Mel Kiper. That's the thing, though. We're gonna be a lot better. 
fucking pompous idiot, man. I cannot stand that son of a bitch. Yeah, I was trying to enjoy a wonderful lunch today at the Germantown Commissary, and that idiot popped up on TV, and I'm like, oh, here's this fucking stooge here to ruin my goddamn lunch. That's great. Thanks, Mel Kuyper. God, I can't stand that dude. Anyway, all right, boys, last thoughts. We're going to get out of here. Uh, I'm hungry, and I need to pack and shit. So last thoughts. What do we got? You should be Mel Copper for Halloween. I'll do it. I'll work. I'll, I don't now. Well, ooh, I'll do it, but I'm a little scared to try to do any sort of impersonation, man, because there's only one man out there that nails it better than anyone. That's Tosh Schmidt. His Mad Mel is unfucking believable and I don't know if I I'm, I'm just such a diehard fan. I don't know if I can step on them toes. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 a tough field to be in there. Uh, I'll think about it though. I'll think about it. I, I'm down for, you know, uh, cosplaying as him and making him look even stupider stupider than he actually is. So, yeah, that's fine. But uh, anyway, all right, so that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with some mock drafts, championship fallout, and everything of the sort. See how it goes. Uh, look forward to it. Until next time, guys, see ya. Bye.